You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! stupid <laughs> Yo, Why, ooh, Microsoft your shit is so bad it's fucking unbelievable yeah. it is criminal that you are a company with as much money as you have your Skype shit sucks wow. it's so fucking bad it's so fucking bad <laughs> come on Skype is for grandparents to call their grandkids it's, and say hello it's hey. goddamn criminal that hey, I, I've had to use Skype for this long this is fucking nonsense by the way, we're using Zencaster again, so who the yeah. fuck knows how this is going to go? Well, this is this is reve- us down talking. Microsoft is revenge. Unfucking believable. Paul Allen died, one of the founders of Microsoft. And fucking dumb I dickhead. I good riddance to bad trash. Seriously, you know? Piss in his fucking grave. I'm going to put him in the God graveyard from Return of the Living Dead and like fucking slap him around <laughs> when he comes back. I remember in Price when Price Chopper had a video section. And I wanted to rent I Spit on Your Grave as a child. And my father was like, you don't want to watch that shit. That's all he ever said. Like, real quick. And I was like, man, little did I know Dad now would I be want so even into more. That. Yeah. I, we watched, actually, my father and I watched that last year. And it was, uh, he's like, this is, uh, oh, 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 he's like all weird about it. That's actually, it's funny that that brought up that story, because I think one of the few movies me and my father have extra ever actually connected on was Return of the Living Dead. So it's, it's odd that that triggered a father memory for you. The other one, Banana Splits, featuring wow. Scott Irish. Weird. That's really strange. Then again, you, yeah. you just shared the same tape, just passed it back and forth. <laughs> hey, do you have uh, do you Banana Splits? I didn't even, oh, Mom? Ha- didn't wow, even why know. Why did Mom have it? <laughs> my father... Little did I know, my father was secretly secreting away with my banana splits tape and selling it to your father. I think that's great. God, now I didn't even know you, little Andrew. They just they had have they were in the the local porn ring together (laughs) before before message boards and whatnot. That you'd people just get together outside of video video environment plus and trade the greatest hits. 
God, rest in peace, Video Environment Plus. The best Sign's name for a sleazy. No, it's not. Closed. It's not? Oh, I thought I just saw it. I oh, weird. Believe, I've got my finger on the pulse of the Albany sleaze scene. And that place closed, and there were actually people posting tributes about it. Like, Damn. you know, a lot of good memories there. <laughs> what's the what's the latest in the Albany sleaze scene? Well, uh, Amazing.net, our cherished, loving Amazing.net, the place we all uh, have come to adore, is closing because wow. they opened a Hilton across the street. And the people were very concerned that a certain element guys who get blow get blow jobs from other guys and uh, behind their wives backs whatever will be polluting the uh, the view the great view from the cheap rooms facing the uh who's extreme bridge yeah <laughs> and yeah, I mean, amazing.net i know we've talked about this on the podcast before but if you've just joined us like if you're one of those people that joined when we were on spotify um uh, amazing.net is a porn store that is actually under a bridge and it's not a euphemism. Yeah. It is legitimately under like an overpass. It is the shadiest looking place on earth. It looks like uh, it looks like a scene of Repo Man. They have a secret. Like you can walk down. You can be bold like I am and walk down the front stairs that faces the street, or you can walk down the secret stairs. And in that secret stairs, once night, once uh, night takes takes hold. <laughs> what a horrible <laughs> night to have a curse. Yeah. <laughs> Once night takes hold, there are men hanging out in that staircase waiting for you and offering their bodies or parts of their bodies to yours. I mean, this is, and, uh, despite the Hilton being there, this is, I mean, no one in this part of town is doing anything good for each other after, no. after night falls. Like, no, it's, <laughs> it, it is actually just the music from Castlevania two, like the, the <laughs> doodle doodle doodle, you know, shit going yeah, it's on. It's pretty bad. But the best part about that neighborhood was that they put up like uh, the Albany version of city bikes, which is the CDPHP health insurance bikes, and uh, they all got stolen, <laughs> which I think is really funny. <laughs> and you can see little children riding their brand new bike that dad brought home, which happens to be a spray painted city bike. Great. I I think that I, I my uh, my heart was warmed when I saw that. I'm like, oh, it's still Troy. Hmm. Nice. Not quite ready for th cool things yet. No, definitely, definitely not. And the CDPHP, the people were busting on the CDPHP bikes because you. <laughs> yes, the castle. <laughs> there's a castle. Please play the Castlevania music louder so I can go into a a blowjob scenario. I don't know if I can get this any louder. Hey, uh, walking down the the haunted staircase, and what do I see? A man, it's a guy with a goggles, guy with goggles, and a nylon windbreaker asking me <laughs> if he can help me out with anything. Oh, spooky uh, this, this has been our Halloween episode. Yes. Oh my God, Halloween happened. You know what? I have something to say that might be considered a hot take. I don't think it's going to be as hot as you think. Go for it. I fucking hate Halloween. <laughs> Yo. Halloween. All right. Here's I the hate. deal. Halloween is... out the worst in people. Has always been my favorite holiday. Ever since I was a kid, I've always fucking... I've always leaned towards macabre shit. It's right around my birthday. You know, like, I love Halloween. I was a, I was a little fat kid, so I loved candy. You know, all that mm -hmm. shit. Loved Halloween. Love it still. Love watching horror movies and hanging out. It's... It, since the advent of social media, I cannot open my phone during the week of Halloween or I just get tired immediately. 
it just oh it's exhausting God. to see footage of people at Halloween parties, grown adults dressed like Dracula. My, at like my God, I, I I fall asleep, like, and I keep cracking my phone because I fall asleep and it falls out of my hand. <laughs> let's get uh, let's dress up like who are we gonna dress up like, Andrew? Because we're adults and we're we're adults nearing or past forty. What should we dress up as? I don't. I, I can't even. I can't even pantomime having a Tell good this. idea. Just I will like... go as Evie Amin Dada, and you will go <laughs> as a beheaded councilman. You go as Jihadi John, and you go as uh, as the reporter who, who fucking fell afoul of me and had to uh, had to pledge your life to ISIS on videotapes for being beheaded. Absolutely, perfect. James Foley. Oh my God, James Foley. That we actually, had... you know, in retrospect, we should have gotten into Halloween this year and just gone as Jihadi John and James truly, Foley. Yeah, you should have stuck around a couple more days. We could have went as truly tasteless Jihadi John and James Foley. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I was walking in Iraq one day, and I got <laughs> ten men brought, pulled me into a van, and before I knew, before my very eyes, they were slashing my throat, and then I died. We did. Uh, I thought it was cool until I, I they said they were gonna kill me, and then it didn't rule. Wow. <laughs> really my name is Foley, and I'm from California. I'll never be able to hear. <laughs> Again, because I'm dead. Yes. Now let's not make. Come on, we're going to hell. <laughs> uh, sued. Consider us sued. Yeah. Whatever. You know what? <clears throat> he. You know what? He. He couldn't stand the heat, but he stayed in the kitchen. That is true. Which is. Um. He only. He didn't do it right. He did the wrong thing. I mean, the is, right uh, thing is you don't go to a war zone. Like we got to call that what it is. You don't also don't listen to war zone. You don't listen to Warzone for sure, but if in the choice between listening to Warzone and going to a Warzone, I'll listen to Warzone. If, if those are my only two options, I will listen to the the sound of revolution. Speaking of Warzone, guess who died? Oh man, tell Todd me, Youth. Todd. His name is Todd Youth. Todd Youth. He's four, in, in all years honesty, old. we we both found that out at the same time while we went to Outback Steakhouse uh, <laughs> we, this past we, week. This we had a really really good time together. And, it's true. Uh, I'm not just talking about the. Um, we're at the point in our lives where we no longer have athletic sex. We have meaningful sex. A lot of gazing into each other's eyes. Yeah, a lot of gazing. A lot of instruction. Like, oh, I like. Oh, I like that. No. I like that, yeah. That's good. That's good. Way that's too good. much. No, wait. Ooh, no, not too enough. Fast, too fast. Ooh, it's sensitive. Uh, 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 All right, stop. Okay. Okay, okay. go. Okay, come on. Oh, okay. Oh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I actually said not yet. <laughs> not yet. At one point in my sexual past uh, month or so, I said not yet. Not yet. Had that go? Uh, it went great because then still I still happened. I, still hasn't happened. I said not yet. I still have still have it capped off, oh, wow. as people Shit. say. But yeah, Todd Youth was a guy. <clears throat> I guess um, it was. I mean, uh, you know, whatever. He uh, he played in a lot of bands and people liked him. But it was definitely like International Google Todd Youth Day because not oh, like, a lot of people sure. were. <laughs> a lot of people were posing hard, pretending they knew who he was. They're like, "Oh, he was in Danzig. Cool. What?" And he was one person who did not have to Google him. And was not checking him out was Harley Flanagan, who uh, 
really really went hard at him like directly after this dude died took a giant shit on him big time which was uh kind of funny i mean leave i should really do like uh, instead of ryan van wick i should do like uh well actually no what am i saying you know i wish people like ryan van wick knew who todd youth was because then they could do a really awesome like r.i.p you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and uh sad thing is that uh Oh, wait a minute. He did know who he was. Oh, what? Sad news in the world of rock music for anybody who listens to it. Um, which I'm pretty sure a lot of them do. Um, Todd Youth has him. died. And for anybody who doesn't know who he is, he was the guitar player for the for three different bands. He played in the band Danzig, Warzone, and Murphy's Law. But I'm not, and um, I'm not sure which band he was with first, but... That's why, um, but he played for all three of them. He was a guitar player, so he doesn't sing anything. He just plays the guitar. <laughs> and they said he died today at the age of forty-seven. Doesn't give a cause of death. It just said he was forty-seven years old and that he died. Uh oh. Um, of course, Never a great I did. Sign. Um, I mm. did post rest in peace on my um on my Twitter page and on my what? Um, and what? I and, and what? I put it on my Facebook page too. So what? Of course, people would see that and stuff like that. I haven't followed. But I just felt kind of bad because because forty seven years old is kind of young, and he's not the only he's not the only guitar player to have died this week. The other one being Ollie Herbert from for the other band, All That Remains. Must be a conspiracy. They both were in their forties when they died. It kind of sucks Must to be that young. They're taking out guitarists out there, left and right. And, yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, Tony Gohard here again. Oh no, um, this just we went to another R.I.P. without me even knowing about it. That's really good. Man, I, I can't died. tell which Ryan Van Wick is him on, on Twitter. I guess I have to click on each of these till I find the right one. <laughs> well, I love that guys like this, Raging Raging Rob really went off the rails and I, I don't really like what he says anymore. I liked when he was like a. Uh, were, you, were you into it for a minute? I was when he was like, "It's fucking hot out here," and he was like, he was like mildly, like very misguided, you know, like a mild nationalist. Now he's like insane because yeah. he got has an audience of forty people now. People started following him. Probably some of our listeners, and he's like, "Oh, we're gonna talk about this all the time." And then I also got to talk about ducks. It's very strange. Yeah, every every video I watch of him, it's always the duck shit. I never see him like. I, I like I never he see him call anyone a coon, you know, which seems to be like his thing. <laughs> yeah, that would be his his chosen word. <laughs> yeah, it'll be something that's like bizarrely throwback, even for a fucking like a weird backwoods trucker. <laughs> Why am I laughing at that? Oh God. Um. Yeah. But uh. So I'm just, I'd less love that Ryan Van Wick knew who he was. That's nice. So rest in peace, the Todd Youth. You at least got a major celebrity like ryan van wick to come out of the woodwork yeah you got a fucking you get a big push at the end Yeah, a big push at the end a lot of maybe some record sales you know that kind of thing you know like um i can't say that i like warzone at all in fact i thought they were um, pretty crummy is pre- yeah crummy was exactly the word i was gonna <laughs> Just, go for there yeah that they, is the perfect they were pretty word crummy. for that kind of hardcore is crummy like our crummy like them warzone bold Youth of today. It's just you know what, though? very crummy. I I didn't like Warzone, but I really didn't like Murphy's Law. No, because they kept it going. That was real bad. They're still playing. That dude is ready to die, yeah. diabetic, and he's like, yeah, we're going to play shows. Imagine that, right? Like, you're playing. Oh, 
very depressing. And you probably get 50 bucks each. Yeah, you get like a per diem, and that's like your, but they're like, little do you know, there's no big sack of gold at the end of the tour that you've been on for three months. <laughs> it's like, well, I you didn't get paid. They, I feel like once a year they get some sort of festival payout that like- Makes it all worthwhile, right? But it's like probably, it probably equals out to like $1,000 a person a year. You know, something where you're just like, oh, fuck. I think there's a condition that your a lot of old band dudes hook up with like, a woman who has a pretty good job with the state or like oh yeah absolutely <laughs> that's kind of that that's exactly what Harf- harley flanagan did he just married a rich yeah. woman and he just hangs out and like swims all day and then gets on twitter and acts like insane and apparently <laughs> uh, stabs people i don't know that's i maybe that oh, was uh verboten but that's his thing that's exactly what he did i, remember, I like the one of the there aren't many albany moments that i find good we spent some time in Albany. We have to talk about our time in Albany um, briefly, uh-huh. but um, he like because uh, we hung out for a couple of days and then went to Outback Steakhouse and did a bunch of fun stuff. We'll talk about that in a minute. But there aren't too many things that I find very, truly funny or inspiring about Albany. But the fact that somebody made Harley Flanagan hold up a Bush did nine eleven um, <laughs> sign at Valentine's <laughs> and then they took a picture of it. This was pre-Twitter, pre-Instagram, sadly, but it was a funny photo for MySpace nonetheless. And uh, Oh, that's really good. I wish we could find that. <laughs> Bush did 9-11. He's like, yeah. He went on stage with a American flag top hat, kind of like Apollo Creed. I remember that as well. And I think you were working that show, Andrew. Uh, probably, yeah. I, I did a few fucking i did a few harley events speaking of doing sound uh i did sound last night uh and guess what i okay can you think of the worst now i really want you to dig deep into the booth because you've spent some time behind the desk we all know that i can only learn from you um but i've uh said your time behind the desk how what is the worst possible scenario you can think of as far as a live music, an immersive live music event. Um, I don't know. I don't have a good answer okay. for this. Well, this seems like it's, it's, it's a real wide question. Uh, I mean, I've done some, I've had to mic a typewriter before. <laughs> this is right there. Um, with it. Uh, I had to mic a uh, chamber music group playing nothing but video game music for a geeky Halloween festival Wow, that's where three people showed up. And I had, and the guy, as soon soon as I shook his hand and said, I'm your sound guy, he's like, okay, I'm going to need two 58s up front and a a 57 overhead. And um, if you could, uh," and I was like, okay, okay. Uh, okay. And then I did just what he did, what he said, and he couldn't hear a thing and neither could anyone else. (laughs) Like, I don't like calling people like soy. Why do y'all make me call you soy? Like, why do you make me do the thing I don't like to do? Soy Soy capitan, soy capitan. Yeah, that's like... (laughs) Just call him... That's like some prime fucking small soul bug man shit right well, there here's what happened Oof. it was a person who frequents goth night and some of his friends showed up and i was playing um 
what I usually play in between. Like I, I have a very mild playlist on Spotify that I just play music between bands. It's got Owner of a Lonely Heart. It's got some Bill Fay. It's got some. It's just Excellent. got a bunch of different like like mild stuff. Just because I don't like loud than loud loud music than loud. Like it's just mm-hmm. I have some like you know just like and he's like um, could you uh, you know and then he like rattled off a few bands like. But bands I had never heard of before and that weren't on Spotify. <laughs> He's like, Oh, do you have YouTube? I'm like, I'm not using my fucking I'm not using my data for you. No thanks. Even if it is unlimited. I don't care. <laughs> and it was like, well, like Clan of Zymox came up and I was like, I'll play Clan of Zymox all night. But then I just kept playing Clan of Zymox and like just Clan of Zymox radio and some really bad songs came up. And um the best part was this sounds no, it fucking was, awful. No, it was really bad. And they brought <clears throat> the saddest part. Well, there were a couple of sad parts, but the saddest part was that they had a big, like they brought a big bin full of Halloween decorations and they were going to set it up and everyone was going to decorate the bar together. But no one showed up, so they just handed out candy instead in little orange oh, balls. Man. And they asked uh, the bartender who was working to dim the lights and she said no. Really <laughs> I like good. that. So I did my best to make I... a creepy atmosphere for the goth people. And then uh, he kept, uh, he had like this like keyboard that I can, like, you know, like keyboard, like a really, really cheap, like the cheapest keyboard with like a, like a, an eighth inch out you can get. Oh yeah, but he, everything sounds like you just walked into like the Hilton in nineteen eighty one. It's like <laughs> I'm just picturing the one little lap Casio everyone had in the eighties, where you just hit the button and it's just like the Bossa Nova demo just plays over and over again. Oh, you mean? Uh, oh, you mean this one? Hold on here. Please be the one. Yeah! Oh, my favorite one here. Hold on. <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> so you play this and like, Welcome yeah. to the Minstrel Show. The show that never ends or begins. I'm your host. Please sit down for a night of intense gaming music. We're going to be playing this, the... The theme when Guile flies to China to fight Chun Li. How many years, Albany? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, you heard the Bossa Nova. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong. With uh, how many years, Albany? Are you gonna be doing this bullshit? Oh. Showing up with the thing full of Halloween decorations and fucking asking to decorate the bar. How many years? When are you gonna knock it off? When are you gonna get a real job? I've been asking myself the same question because I got myself a new job-y. job. I have an entire podcast where we just play the Bossa Nova can, demo. Can we see how the far we can go playing it. We I can do it. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, no, because you know what? We're using Zencaster and I'm going to have to cut and paste shit and it's going to be really evident because there's music oh. playing. So, no. All right, whatever. Um, I got a new job. Unemployment. Yeah. Unemployed drive is no longer. Unemployed drive is is over, man. It's fucking it's a, it's a dark and, scene. Well, Tell me all about it. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. Uh, I we've been all week. You've been like trying to tell me about this job. I'm like, wait, no, no save it for the podcast. Just, uh, you know, I wish I had told you then because I forget. I forget. Well, and I live it every day. It's just um, I took the first because I it was uh, not looking good. 
in the old job front. I had applied, according to the state of New York, I applied to what? Uh, like Every 240 job. jobs. You were out of them. <laughs> yeah, I had to keep track. Goddamn. Uh, I applied to jobs. I changed my resume every week. I wrote cover letters. I sent mail. I sent thank you cards. I interviewed for jobs that I was overqualified for, underqualified for, perfect for. Nothing, right? Very lean, very thin soup right now as far as jobs go. Who am, who am I telling? Who am I telling? I mean, uh, yeah, I'm right? saying, um, right? So I took the first thing that was offered to me, which is a job doing invoicing at a toxic chemical plant. This is uh, so cool. And when they so when I say toxic chemical plant, I mean drums of hazardous waste that I walk by every day, on the way in, on the way out. They manuf- but they also manufacture weird, cool stuff like bulletproof coatings. I'm really yeah, excited. It's for that. totally awesome. I was fucking around with some of that stuff earlier. But kind of the best thing about the job is the fact that I work with five women who all resemble nineteen, like early nineteen nineties Roseanne in some way, which is the best. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You're, you're working at. You need a medical supply. Louisville, That's pretty Kentucky. much what I'm doing, and. The best part about it uh, is the women all resemble Roseanne in some way to the point where I was sitting, uh, I work with a woman. I'm picturing, because Roseanne's hair changed a bunch during yeah. the during the, the series, so I'm just picturing different yep. Roseanne oh, haircuts have, all sitting around. Poodle. We have straight black, we have nice. straight dark, we have perm, we have like, haven't changed my hair in 20 years, all right there, and... But they are by far the toughest, weirdest people I've ever worked with in my life. They get so worked up over everything. Like everything uh, I, that we... Does everything, like every time there's an in, in input, does everybody yeah. stop? Whatever they're doing? Oh, oh that's the best. The best. I, uh, an email, I'm like, oh, this fucking guy. And they're like, they swear like truckers. It's so awesome. But the best thing ever, right? The best part was I work. Say I always end up working with somebody who, who like, like when I worked at the Association of Towns, I worked with Cheryl, right? I yeah, fuck. I, I miss Cheryl. Cheryl. I, I looked. I googled her. She has a Facebook uh, now. So uh, I'm. And her pictures are very strange. Her boyfriend died, which is also very strange. Ooh, but I remember man. the most about him is she complained. Did he not wrap his feet with saran wrap uh, when he walked in the happened. snow? I just remember her complaining one time because she asked him what he wanted to do over the weekend, and he's like, I want to get a burger. That was his answer. <laughs> simple, simple man, man with simple, simple plans. plans. That's like, what do you want to do this whole weekend, 72 hours? I would like a burger at some point. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking burger. burger. I'm thinking bread. No, maybe a tomato. You know, pickles. You do pickles on your burger? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Got him. Though, most of the time, this is my shit. Like, I hate messy food. I know people love that when, like, you bite into a burger where it has, like, an egg on it and, like, gets all over your face. I hate that shit. You look retarded. That's Halloween the food. Fuck, I can't say retarded. You look so stupid. Uh, 
Yeah, we, since I, precisely. I haven't finished talking, awful. I haven't Stop finished eating messy food. We're gonna double back and get there. Yeah, we. <laughs> we'll just we make the circle. Back. Hey, you know what? That's an uh, underrated but, ZZ Top song. Hold, let me write that down. Hold on. Double. Okay. I don't fuck around with like burgers that are like have back. a bunch of shit on them. If you give me a burger with a bunch of shit on it, I'll probably take parts of it off. Uh, and a lot of times pickles are the first to go because they're slippery. They make the bun move around too much. It throws the whole thing off. Uh, but if you get a properly proportioned burger with pickle, I'll be very happy. The ZZ Top, uh, do you do you capitalize both Zs? I think so. Okay. ZZ. It's actually ZZ. ZZ Top. <laughs> what a great punk name. ZZ Top. Hi, I'm ZZ Top, and you're listening to, uh, uh, God, I always lose it. You're listening to Extreme Punk Radio. Hold on, I can do a way better job of that. Hold on. <clears throat> Hi, you're listening to ZZ Top, and you're listening to All Punk All the Time. Right, that's the new podcast, All Punk All awful. the Time. We have, we're in a new direction. We got to go, for 200 episodes, we got we to gotta launch into a new direction. Oh, listen to punk music all the time? Sounds fucking terrible. What do we do? We try a new format every episode. Still, one sticks. <laughs> no, just that we we run through the gamut of every. We run the gamut of every um, every genre. Just, there if is. we're gonna do that punk one, I just, I just want to play. I want to go through and find all the punk songs that people like tap their foot to, but they're like, oh. That's right. This was ugly. What's the the fear yeah. song about how women don't stop talking? That one. Throw that in the there. Pro- the trouble with yeah, women is are. the mouth, the mouth don't, don't stop. stop. Yeah, it would be great if we're like, yeah, you know, punk, and we just like really love, it. and then we only play the most offense punk songs. Like, um, uh, what's the what's the Gigi Allen song? Um, oh God, they had one song that was like really. Like super offensive about kids. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll, I, I haven't listened. We'll to dig that one up. I'll expose yourself to kids. <laughs> it's so it'd be like you know, expose yourself to kids. It'd be like, we got some Gigi Allen up here. We're just listening, you know, we're just listening to some Gigi. Um, and we're just you know, he's like a really kind of. I consider him in the canon of like Wire or like maybe early Gang of Four as far as political kind of punk, but also with a really intelligent. It is it is very well thought out. (laughs) And the problem is, (laughs) 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 yeah, threaten them with oral sex, like. Yes, you know, very edgy. you used to go to punk yeah. shows and everyone thought they were an anarchist and everyone thought they were like this fucking free thinker, like, you know, like this fucking black sheep. They you know, had their own ideas straight up until an actual free thinker showed up, in which case everything <laughs> shut the fuck down immediately. <laughs> I love when a free bird would walk into the room and you're like, holy fuck, who's this guy in the green He's coat? got a fucking dead dog sewn to the side of his neck. We didn't even do that. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, he's... <laughs> as as I, th- uh, as I think you were with us. Yeah, 
when we saw the the punk in the squat in Germany lean over, throw up, and then his dog walked up and ate his puke. <laughs> that was, that's the free, that's like a free. <laughs> that was the best. The poor underfed dog was like awesome. Everybody's a like fucking a anarchist feet. until a fucking anarchist walks in the room. Yeah, that's it. It's like everybody's got a plan until an anarchist mm. walks in the room. It's, yeah, it's like really Mike Tyson, good. Like Mike Tyson once said, everyone's got a plan until an anarchist walks in the ring. If you're feeling a way here in this, just admit you're Catholic. Deep down, just admit that that's <laughs> the actual problem. If you're like, well, I don't I don't agree with that, it's because you're Catholic. That's why. Because yeah. you, this, you, you think you're not Catholic. <sighs> you think you're like... Uh, I fucking uh, what, what do the kids think they are now fucking socialist or fucking like Social, woke, woke or whatnot Social, you're a catholic woke. that's all it yeah, is you're, you're, you, you are yeah. actually just jerry falwell you were you were the shit that i used to like in the 90s <laughs> shit on so that's you man tipper gore yeah you're tipper gore that's it you are like you're, you're pure no, milk you're just, toast you just want to you really uh because you feel uh because you are the, you are a member of the moral. You want to follow follow the moral code. Oh, yeah. I love the moral code. There's something, yes. Oh, that's great. Just admit you're a Christian. Yeah, that's a, it's, just you simple. Don't come up with a cute name for it. Just fucking just make your life like, a lot easier. Just go to church and get the fuck out of my face. Right. Why? I mean, like, because that, that's it. Like the end game. The end game woke paradise is like, like the Osmonds. Like totally uh, inoffensive, totally white. Th- that's totally. That's sort of the thing. Like, I noticed. I saw on BuzzFeed today, uh, or I didn't see on BuzzFeed. I saw a thing that was like, BuzzFeed takes aim at like problematic uh, issues in hip hop, and I'm like, I want to click us on this and see the uh, most uh, intense tiptoeing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yep. Like, there we fuck. go. Oh yeah, yeah. These are the same people that bump Biggie at some bar in Brooklyn. They're like, whoa, shit. Whoa. Well, his views Amazing. on women were, um, well, I guess, acceptable for uh, his um, education level. No, uh, no. Um, uh, uh, socioeconomic. Oh, his racial background. No, 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 no. Yeah. He has, uh, he was, I mean, he was right from Bed-Stuy. And that, uh, what? What does that mean? By the way, you're oh, getting I mean, paid no, uh, no, no, twelve no. cents a word for this, so uh, go long. <laughs> yeah, buckle up. You can go to Chipotle <laughs> today. Congrats! You got you got printed, and they have your when you work at BuzzFeed, they have your articles up on a big screen, Ugh. and that shows who's doing the best. There's and then also, um, is that real? Is that a real thing? It is a real oh, thing. They used to do that at Gawker too. Um, can you imagine? Like, oh, the thing I wrote about uh, how burgers rule is like, I guess, is showing 43 million worldwide views. Amazing. Uh, there's on Netflix, there's a TV show that's hosted by BuzzFeed or made by BuzzFeed. And Gab is and it called I got Expose Yourself to Kids. Mostly was weirdly called Expose Yourself to Kids by BuzzFeed. Uh, my God. And me and Gab made it almost <laughs> through one episode before my brain leaked out of my left ear, just like losing my uh. mind. I love when Gab gets worn out on something. Uh, she She's was like, so Ugh. tired of my shit at that point. She was like yeah. really not feeling me when I was just like, "What the fuck!" Like, was, oh yeah. man, man, so stupid. Oh my god, if you're, oh, if you're under twenty five, you're probably mornings. so stupid. It's not even your fault, you know. It's just, Do you remember oh, the scene in Goodfellas? So fucking when, tired. Do you remember the scene in Goodfellas when his wife? He woke up and his wife was holding a oh, gun to his face. Vividly, it's a iconic you, scene. Pal. Oh, for sure. You keep you keep wearing Gabrielle out with nonsense. She's gonna want to 
shoot you a cop killer. We, we watched you- uh, we watched Goodfellas <laughs> not that long ago together, and she was real quiet during that scene. My God, yeah. she's formulating plans. Yeah. She's like, hmm, he's a light sleeper, but I think if I. All right. Mm. As I was talking, did you just out me for having cop killer bullets? No. No, of course not. Did you? No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. They're legal, man. You can have them. I I bought them legally in the the great state of New York. Let me explain what happened. Andrew, and you know, Andrew's a gun nut. It's true. Fine. Fine. Whatever. It's fine. Um, and, uh, take it. <laughs> as a literal goof, he bought cop killer bullets at Dick's Sporting Goods. It was not a goof. I legitimately <laughs> wanted them. No, you pulled it was out just, of bed. You're like, gotcha something. It was just <laughs> fun that you happened to be there while I bought the cop killer bullets. It was so fun because I wanted to burn a candle and fill them with wax because that's what you're supposed to do with cop it's killer It's got bullets. that synthetic thing where the wax used to go and the cop killers. It's all good. That's it. You don't have to cut them anymore. They're no, pre-cut. You don't need to no. cut the bullets anymore. Correct. When you get next time you get pulled over by a county sheriff who's just doing his job, he just pulls you over for going thirteen over. I want you to blast wow, him. That's legal, bruh. Should have slice him and dice him. I find him hot and leave him wet. I feel like that'd be a situation well, where I just get into a friendly conversation about like fucking muzzle velocity with the cop and like, well, all right, have a good day, like. <laughs> You've seen me interact with gun people. All we do is just shit or fucking sit around and just talk about bullshit. We have a great time. Are cops really? I mean, we've established that cops are terrible shots. Uh, terrible so shots. Have we? Have we established? Are cops necessarily gun people, or are they people who have been given guns? Uh, a little of both, I think. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are some fucking real gun nut, uh, like fucking falling down. Oh yeah, absolutely. Army Navy store guys who are cops, but I think the majority of guys are like. Well, I uh, I've got my business degree. I could go work for my dad, or I could try to become a county yeah, sheriff. Or I can make forty grand a year <laughs> to get shot at. Yeah, really. Um, I've started watching um, these really like well produced LAPD like community outreach videos, which are damn. basically like them saying like they, they shit. They're like it's really weird because like they'll take on controversial police cases in los angeles but the people the, the actors are like so you see here the cop like it's like an instructional video on how on like how it went down and it's always comes out always comes out in favor of the cops. of course of course like, they'll, they'll never show the time they shot a kid eight times <laughs> like they'll just show like a guy who like had enough and stabbed his wife and then they shoot him because he's drunk and then they'll be like Notice they try to, and they show like they go through the whole thing of what is a taser, what is a beanbag gun, you know, like that whole thing. It's kind of funny. It sounds really good. So if you ever want to Google, if you're home doing nothing, you ever want to go to YouTube and uh, just look at that, or you want to like maybe double back, you know, it's totally fine. There was, uh, my God, last week I was at the the range, and a uh, a cop came in. To uh, to like use the lane, not directly next to me, but like one lane between us, and was you know like doing shooting drills and shit. I think you got to do a certain amount of like range time or some shit. Um, and I I was I'm not a great shot, but I was clearly out shooting, <laughs> like, <laughs> feeling real safe right about yeah, now. Yeah, and like thanks, copper. I don't know. He kept shifting Fuck around and putting shit. things further out and whatnot. So I I just did the thing where I put my target like i don't know 50 feet out 
and just did the real like because if you're really really still and calm and centered and your stance is right and you're you're like your eyes are focused the right way you can you can really group really well just takes like a lot of concentration and uh and forethought so i just kept doing that i kept like grouping like quarter size from 50 feet (laughs) and he he did like three targets and then bounced i hope i hope me fucking making him look foolish was uh was part of it have you ever seen the TV show Atlanta? Featuring um, Donald Glover? No, I was in the room once while Gab watched it. It's as close it's, as we got. It's okay. It's an okay show. Uh, it's a little. It's a little on the nose for me, you know. Um, but there's one scene where this guy Darius uh, brings a dog silhouette to the shooting range and starts shooting it, and people freak out. I thought that was so fucking funny. <laughs> They're like, you can't shoot a dog. He's like, what do you mean? I get chased by dogs all the time. I do it constantly. It's excellent. (laughs) It was fucking awesome. So if you ever want to watch Atlanta, go for it. That's all you need to watch is that scene. You're good. Yeah. Just Google Atlanta dog target scene. And then if you want to keep going, that's fine. But if not, you can listen to my story about work. Because we're going to double back. This is all the, this, the, the circle. The, this is where the circle comes starts to go back. Line the tiny little through line in this whole fucking production we're doing is that we're doubling back. That's our. That's is, a new format. Is we're doing we're we're starting a circle. At new thirty minutes, we start to circle yeah. backwards. Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to Double Back, the new podcast where we talk about something for thirty minutes and then we double back and talk just about go back it again. and see if there's new info on it. Hey, hey, do you remember when I uh, remember when I was talking about uh, getting a new job? Yeah. Why don't we double back on that? <laughs> what's new there? Man, I can't wait. You know, I'm just thinking like. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? Thanks for listening to Double Back, the podcast where we talk about something and then we double back and talk about it again. So I can say, hey, Andrew, how's it going? Uh, we uh, got a new, I got a new job the other day. Want me to tell you all about it? Please. All right. Well, it's at a chemical factory and um, there's hazardous waste all around. And they also make cool things like Kevlar and things like that. But the thing I love about the job is that I work with women who are all about 55 years old, and they all resemble the various stages of Roseanne throughout her run as Roseanne. To be clear, we're talking about Roseanne Barr, famous comedian. Famous comedian dethroned for a racist tweet. Do you remember, do you think the audience remembers when Roseanne sang the national anthem? Oh, my God. No, they definitely don't. And no one ever talked about that when she got in all that fucking trouble. And I can't I was going to say, I can't believe that wasn't brought up during that shit. I fucking love. I mean, no one brought up the fact that uh, when she like uh, wore as a Halloween costume, wore a big nose and called herself Nozan <laughs> as a uh, as a rub on Jewish people. <laughs> or the time where Ted Danson went in blackface to the uh, the Emmys. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's... Uh, Nobody remembers that, right? Nobody remembers nope. that. Megan Kelly remembers that. Yeah, well, Megan Kelly, famous... Well, fucking hometown hero, Megan Kelly. The second most famous person from Bethlehem, New York, number one being Chris Porco. Chris Porco. Chris Porco. Um, Roseanne Barr National Anthem. Wait, was Chris Porco the... Oh, so Chris Porco was the murderer. Yeah. 
and Peter Porco was the zombie father, right? Like, I Peter got that Porco right. was the zombie father who Chris thought okay. he killed, but he actually went into um, there's a there's a word for the state, but I don't know what it was. But he Chris uh, Peter Porco. It's called really needing to read the Times Union, <laughs> despite the fact that you're fucking bleeding <laughs> out. His last, the few last strokes of the of the artist, the few last gasps of Peter Porco, the man who lived his life as a clerk. And uh, the last few files he put away were uh, getting up, writing a check, shaving, pissing, I'd imagine, going outside, locking himself out and re- reading an op-ed by fucking Alan Chartalk. <laughs> and uh, and we're yeah, out. And then in piece five. And then piece five on the ground, dead from uh, wounds that were inflicted by his spoiled brat son who was driving back to Rochester, probably with a, the smile as big as a Cheshire cat. And now, uh, he rots in jail. Good riddance to bad trash. But Andrew and I drove by the Porco house. We did. And it was eerie. I wanted to pull in the driveway, but somebody. But every time I've ever driven by that house, there's somebody driving toward me. Yeah, it's like, like hey, yeah. don't, don't disturb. I want to knock on the door. The I, want, I just wanted to be like, hey, we're from, uh, we're from Unsolved Mysteries. I know this mystery has been solved, but we're from Unsolved Mysteries. And we wanted to shoot some B-roll outside. Is that okay? You should do a thing where you heavily imply that it's an Amityville horror situation where the person (laughs) who's living there now is going to be spoken to by demons to do the same thing again. But you never come out and say it. You just imply it. I think we should. I think I should. Or we should. Who fucking owns that house now? Like, who was like, yeah, I'll buy the Porco Murder House. It was probably, it sold for uh, $210,000 the year after Damn. the whole thing by Kitty Porco. And I had a friend, a lady friend who I don't talk to anymore, who uh, briefly worked at, uh, not worked, but um, briefly did all of her shopping at that Hannaford. And she said that one time she walked in and... Uh, there was a stir because Kitty Porco was in there shopping before she went to hospice. She was in there by herself. Trying to live a normal life with a with a face destroyed by an axe. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. Not looking good. She also sang the national anthem. Right now? This is Kitty Porco singing the national anthem. Can you see Oh, you hit America. Unbelievably booed. This isn't a live game, for those of you who are unfamiliar with this. This is at the height of the Gulf, the first Gulf War, by the way. <laughs> this is the people ready. To, it's like Ceausescu's final speech. Is it really is. <laughs> All of a sudden, it just popped out of nowhere. Everyone's like, oh, I want to kill her so bad. It is very irritating. I'll give I'll give them that. I'll give the fine people of San Diego who called for blood that night. <laughs> oh, booing. I love booze. Whatever. I mean, what a with booing. You know, like speaking as somebody who deep down in his heart believes Andy Kaufman's going to show up one day and be like, "Gotcha." Gotcha. It's I'm 80. So good. Yeah, like it's it so that means that she convinced 
her agent or somebody that she could sure. sing well enough that they were like, well, let's get her out at the height of her stardom in front of a crowd of uh, 11,000 people to sing the national anthem. And then she fucking went out there, head held high, and did that. I mean... It's fucking awesome. Good on <laughs> I her. I just gotta say. Fuck. It's like... God damn. Wow. Really good. Um, So, some of the comments are like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Remember when conservatives bashed black NFL players for disrespecting the anthem, then praised Roseanne's comeback? Why don't we hate Roseanne too? Someone said, "Die lib." Whoa! Wow. <laughs> as a black veteran, okay, die lib. As a black veteran, I like to tell you, go to hell. Okay. We do. George Bush condemned it as disgraceful. I don't get how so many conservatives are being taken in by the idea that her new show is conservative. She's clearly a libtard with some fiscal conservative <laughs> economic leanings. Never mind. I'm not going to read these. I'm not going to pollute the environment with these comments. I'm, I'm going to ask her, who the fuck cares? Who Who is the person who's arguing in a YouTube comment section? Uh, I do it all the time, man. Wow. It's fucked up. <laughs> I like how you're like it's like you sound so surprised. I just like it's I can't admit I don't think I hold my life or like my time in that high I actually get mad at myself for how much time of my life I waste doing like little fucking little things. I got really mad at myself playing Red Dead Redemption a few days ago just with about how much time I would uh, spend doing it. Who in the fuck thinks so little that. of their time on Earth that they are arguing people in the YouTube comments? It's maddening. It's wild. Send these people to war. Start a war. Send these people there. Well, this is what happens when, and I've said this in mixed company at shows, and I say, this is what happens when you eliminate the draft. And people <laughs> uniformly did not like it when yeah, I said Yeah, no, that, that doesn't go over well. They're like, Jesus, dude. I'm like, you know, this is why. But when someone like gets really drunk and like throws a beer bottle or like there's a really bad band on. I'm like, you know, this is what happens when you eliminate the draft. Because <laughs> people of Crickets. draft age are out there doing nonsense, not not contributing to the world at all. And the military teaches you discipline and how to kill or how to uh, file papers in Kansas, whatever. But at least you leave with like four grand and the GI Bill. <laughs> we can go to college and incur more debt. But Andrew, I have to I have to talk about my new job. So we're gonna double back again. Doubling back. Guys, we're doubling back. Hey, listen, you think this feature. To... <laughs> new feature. Thanks for listening to the new podcast. The new podcast called Double Back. That's right. <laughs> we're gonna double back again real quick to talk about my new job. And uh so Andrew, I got a new job the other day. What's it like? Oh, <laughs> I tell you, I uh, you know, I went a whole summer without having any work, and wow, it was tough. I applied to over two hundred jobs. I uh, interviewed for a lot of stuff, and didn't get anything. Suddenly, this job fell in my lap, and I was like, "Hell yes!" And uh, so, so what is it exactly? It not, what's up? What What's the job? Oh, I work at a uh, I work <laughs> in the office at a uh, hazardous waste plant. 
And, uh, you know, they make some. They have mostly barrels of hazardous waste around, and they make a little bit of Kevlar, stuff like that. It's pretty cool. But the best part of the whole thing is that when I work, I go in there, and I, uh, the ladies I work with are all about 55. They have they remind me of, like, uh, 90s-era Roseanne, the different hairstyles, you know, all that side of stuff. And um, the best part is one of them is named Connie. Actually, I didn't talk about this part yet. One That's all right. We, we're double-backed. We're back now. We've rewound the video. Remember when I worked at that place, the Association of Towns, and I worked with Cheryl? Miss Cheryl. I'm gonna Whatever happened double. to her? Her uh, her boyfriend died. I found Fucked her on up. Facebook. Boy- <laughs> I'm going to stop playing double-back. <laughs> I think double-back <laughs> is a great idea. That's I've been watching entirely too much SCTV. Um <laughs> That was really like the spirit really really moved you there. <laughs> hey guys, I like how I do I I do it like way like each time is more over the top. <laughs> hey, hey Andrew, hey Andrew, I want to start calling you Anch. Hey Anch, um, hey All Anch, right. I'm gonna listen to a five. Do we dare double back a fourth time? No, I don't. Um, I mean, I don't know what there is left to double back. We're like we're hitting bone here. Okay, we are hitting bone here. Um, okay, so uh, I work with a woman named Connie, who is very nice, and she's very uh, talks about her grandson, talks about her children, and but she has the mouth of a trucker, and the best thing ever, super good, ever, ever. She has a big Halloween mask that is full of candy, and it's like it's a big, super like, good, yeah, and it's full of candy, and she's like. Uh, like she'll just yell, she'll just yell something out, which I love. She'll be like, "Holy shit, this candy's fucking awesome!" <laughs> and it's kind of like Roseanne. And I'll be like, "Oh hell yeah, Connie!" And she taught, she's she's teaching me. These women are so torqued off about everything they have to do. They're like, "Jesus fucking Christ, you send another order, I'm gonna fucking hit the roof." Stuff like that. And they're like, "You probably want to quit, don't you?" And I'm like, "No, I love it." I come from the nonprofit industry where everybody's so meek and stupid. I was gonna say, like, this sounds uh this sounds like aggressive and weird and fun. It's aggressive, weird, and fun. Exactly. Everybody is ready to fucking kill somebody, and it's so fun. <laughs> Cause I'm sitting there like, I have no I have no skin in this game at all. I just sit there, I open orders, put orders in, invoice orders, I leave. It's a total paycheck job. That's it. And it, they pay me the classic, classic fashion, pay me way too much to do way too little. Perfect. The only thing is I have to drive 25 miles or 25 minutes each way. Oh, Whatever. It's 25 fucking miles. Jesus. No, right. I have to drive 25 minutes. I have to drive disconnected. Um, Although, I mean, you and I both worked 25 miles away in Chatham at uh, EBR. And that sucked, actually. Now, you know what? I was going to say it wasn't that bad, but it sucked. That completely sucked. a sucky sucked. thing. I wouldn't do that like ever. That was so far. God damn. It was just like, we're like, oh, yeah, we're just, we're just going to do it. Why did we do that? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> but uh, so dumb. Yeah, it was uh, it was just like for the love of working there with nothing to show for it in the end. I actually worked with Porcel. It was wonderful. He was like. Uh, I didn't. I didn't work with Porcel. Yeah, no, he, you he were, came you on after I left. A little bit, I think. Didn't you? Huh. No. Okay. All right. Well, don't apologize. Sorry. Yeah, you should apologize, asshole. Holy fuck. <laughs> uh, I didn't put out a call for questions, sadly. Um, but we got some in anyway. All right. Uh, do you want to read some questions and then do a couple of misconnections? And then we can call it. 
All right. Yes. Did we need oh, to yo, double on, back on, on, on. on Halloween? On, we though. need to double back on Halloween. What <laughs> the? Okay. I I don't know hold if on. we need to. Hey Andrew, you know what my I have a hot take for you. It might, it might not be so hot, but you want to hear it? Oh, you know I fucking hate Halloween. Oh please, it's awful. God damn it, awful. I like I just I I went during on Halloween. I went out. I had to go to the pharmacy, and I walked down the street, Cute. and there was all these little kids out trick or treating. And I was like, that's sick. That's super sick. That's great. This is awesome. Fucking cool holiday. And then I got on Instagram and it was just like, oh, you're doing <laughs> blood body shots, huh? Okay. Oh, God, I'm tired. Like, nothing, nothing makes me more tired than your uh, Halloween I'm, photos. It's at all. fucking exhausting. I posted that on Facebook today. I said, Halloween is for children. That uh, that Instagram feature, whatever the fuck it is, where you just like you just have like the two four second fucking mm. thing with no warning and no buffer zone, can you really put in your mood? <laughs> it's like playing fucking roulette with your mood, because man, no. you get a bunch of unfollow, bad shit in a row. Unfollow. You are sorry, you're in a sorry. dark spot. No, if, if you're, I mean, unfollow. Yeah, let, mm. let kids have something. All right. What? You know, you're taking up space. You're out there getting drunk on a Wednesday night. What the fuck? Oh, oh, it's uh, oh, I'm doing the monster mash. It's amazing. It's not so you know what fun you should do? to stand in a bar. You should let kids have Halloween. Yeah. And do their thing. And then have very high standards for them the other 364 days of the year. Absolutely. That way, including they don't celebrate Halloween when they're 37. Right. Your standards dressing up, it's because they're giving out candy to kids who are there also holding the high standards who are at their door. Right. You should asking politely you should for instruct it. your children to do feats of strength. It's a great idea. To, to shower daily. I to, to make their living space clean without asking. I'm saying what what's up with your kid if it doesn't shower daily? Nah, well, you know. What you do? Uh, we just were trying to raise a child that uh, has no like will like have that weird like four day like crease funk uh, friend. There. You're raising a kid who's gonna play fucking chamber music, but he's gonna do the soundtrack to Contra. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's who you're raising. You're not raising a fucking, a fucking hell of a show the other day. We gotta talk about it. <laughs> oh God, last night. Oh my god. <laughs> I love having double back at will. <laughs> we gotta talk about it. So I was oh, saying wow. they wanted me to mic chamber music. Double back, well, you gotcha. Can, like bacon structural humor to a uh, a podcast with absolutely no planning involved. That's pretty all right. It's pretty yeah. fucking great. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> huh. yeah. So you know, make sure your kid uh, maybe eats three squares a day, takes a shower like a regular fucking person. You're not raising. You're not raising a rainbow, right? You're not raising a dog. You're not raising something cute. Like you know, you have to uh, 
admire from afar. It's a hands-on thing. And you uh, treat them nicely. Don't raise your voice around your kids. And uh, But be firm but fair. Instruct them to, to bathe, bathe them. And learn, lead by example. You shout, you parent, you. Also a good point. You know, lead by example. You know. Hey, so that's I'm, a hard thing because clearly your parents didn't have high standards for you because of what you're doing on Instagram on the little fucking five second thing. I see it. Yeah. So you have to, then that, that means you have to just create standards for yourself and hold yourself to them. And that fuck me. That's I've, tough. Think, so, you know, I mean, I think the last generation of people to have standards for their children were like our grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like hippies. And my parents were like, even my parents were like, yeah, do whatever. Just don't end up in the back of a cop car. That was it. <laughs> and I feel mom- like we're getting to the point where in the not too distant future, people are going to look back at like 1968 and go, oh, Ooh, you know, this probably seemed like a good idea at the time, <laughs> but uh, there was a, some really selective pressure put on the whole system from here. It took a couple decades to uh, to work its way out. They're going to be like, oh, so it's that kind of scene, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> helicopter out. Yeah, helicopter out. I love it. All right, let's let's uh, let's get into some questions. Damn it. <clears throat> I love having double back at will. I'm sorry. Um, um, all caps, please vote. I mean, why do you assume I'm going to vote for the person you want me to vote for? You just not care who I vote for? You just want me to vote? Is that it? If Tim Kaine isn't running, I'm not voting. You know, everybody, uh, there's a lot of people out there. I, I think it's uh, a, the, a, a masterful troll on the level of Roseanne Barr singing the National Anthem that Hillary Clinton came out and said, I'd like to be president. Oh, yo. <laughs> yes, she did. She's going to run again. <laughs> and it's a, you. It's such a troll. I love it. Mm, Big man. balls, Hillary. Look. Like, yeah, I know people hate me. I'm going to run anyway. <laughs> She couldn't run for fucking dog catcher, but she's still going to do it. The hubris. The trick. She must uh, hate the her. The hubris of the person asking us to vote. I'm going to do the opposite. Everyone listening to the sound of my voice, if you're not impressed with a candidate or you don't like what they're about, you don't have to vote. No. And no fucking man, woman, child, whatever on earth has the fucking right to make you feel a way about it. I'm a two-issue voter. Issues are the freedom of speech and the right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. That's it. Because everything else is fucking dependent on those two. (laughs) Those are the only two I care about. Everything else to me is negotiable. I like, I, I, yeah, kids get stupid about like socialism and whatnot. I I like to like bat them around and that's fun. But yo, I'm up for the negotiation, whatever. Those two are the only things. That's it. I gotta like, I gotta bug up my ass for prison reform too, but like, that's it. Those are my mm. only two things. So if, I, if there's not a candidate that's actively trying to protect those, I don't think I need to vote. That's, I, I, sorry. I'm, you know what? I was going to say sorry out of reflex. Not sorry. Don't care. Fucking <laughs> suck a dick. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Okay, I'm not sorry. Everyone listening, <laughs> someone out there trying to make you feel guilty for not voting, fucking face mush them. No. Uh, like, just push them on the ground and walk away. That's some, that's some like, uh, nah, that's not, that's like some waking up at 11 everyday stuff, man, where you're like, everybody should mm. vote. It's like, well, you know, I, 
uh, you know, I if my favorite spot doesn't have the sandwich I like, I go to a different spot. It's not like I'm going to be like, well, I got to get a sandwich. You know, it's like there's no one out there who inspires me to, at all. I don't. I've no. looked into it. I'm like, who the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's like absolutely old not. Bernie Sanders going to run. Like, who's going to run? You know, I I fucking I hope Trump falls in a fucking lake. I don't. I he's terrible. <laughs> he's a fucking terrible human being. But um, uh, not gonna vote for him. I'm not gonna. But who who do the who's like because we have a two party system. Who the Democrats have, and and they haven't started anyone yet. <laughs> like well, no this one's... is my only thing actually. If 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 we want to get real heavy on this for a second, I'm about to lose us a lot of followers. You ready for no. this shit? All right, drum roll. All right. <laughs> I can hear you like that. Your knuckles whitening. Please don't. I love our followers. Like, I love our followers too. I want to help them out. Here's the deal: if you're actually really concerned about the way things are going, which I am, not enough to vote. But you know, if I had to, if I had to, like, <laughs> to at vote. this point, I would almost vote red just to fracture the Democratic Party so they can come back together in some semblance of. Nor like some sort no, of lesson learned, where it's like, holy shit! Well, I mean, they like, didn't know, they, we're really falling apart. They did. They clearly like didn't learn from like That's the apocalypse, the, like, the worst possible thing that could happen. They put all the, they were all in, pushed all the chips into. There's no way that this country, this advanced country, could vote such a buffoon into office. And you know who believed that more than anyone? Trump. Fucking me. Trump. Fucking, I, I believed it Trump, up until we the moment were, he won. We fucking did the live podcast that night. I hadn't, I would never guess he would be president, and neither did Trump. Trump was like, okay, I'm going to do the Trump Network. It's going to be fucking sick. All right. Uh, <laughs> but no, he ended up being fucking president. It's like getting a job he didn't want, and you're like, fuck. The thing I love is uh, since Bolsonaro won in, uh, in Brazil, there's been this like spate of of articles that are like, how we explore how this could have happened in the world's seventh biggest economy. Motherfucker, are you, could you, could possibly be this dumb? Like, this yeah, is sorry. fucking insane. Do you remember in 2015, like at the height of their powers, uh, when ISIS was just like, like the caliphate was like an actual scary thing? Yeah. Um, Nobody remembers that. I remember that, that more kid, than James Foley. that kid. James Foley, <laughs> you can go and play the double back. I'm trying. Um, I'm trying. Let's give that me kid, like, fuck. that kid blew up a bunch of fucking bombs in Chelsea and whatnot. And everyone's just like, Chelsea bomber. I mean, we, we just, we don't, we don't understand. And ISIS had a magazine. This is how fucking hot shit ISIS was. <laughs> ISIS had a full color Maxim style magazine they printed called Dabik, where in the, in Dabik was an article written by ISIS called why we hate you and why we fight you <laughs> and people like are just like i have no idea why this would happen right oh my god <laughs> like, are you kidding me this is fucking insane no. so now we're doing the same thing with bolsonaro how could this have happened oh my god yeah. like fuck how do you aggressively not learn things jesus Oh, so yeah so if you really want to be that fucking flying the ointment you can do that shit but then you're also there's nobody on the republican end at all in any capacity that i could like ever vote for me like well all right wipe my hands like there we go no. that'll show them yo fucking does somebody guilting you tell that motherfucker you're not voting this is ridiculous right. i would just say just oh, say just okay. say for who 
and then they be able to watch them walk. Right, yeah. Because saying something like "Please vote" is like okay for who, and don't and tell me in a whole conversation, not in a couple words, like who. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to without me. Uh, without pulling the the moral superiority cord. Yeah, tell learn me. Learn me. I don't know. Learn yeah. me. Learn me. I don't. I really don't know who Tim Kaine. That's how. That's uh, no, I'm gonna vote for Tim Kaine. That's it. I'm gonna write in vote Tim Kaine. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to write in Roger Rabbit. In Who gives a fuck? I'm going to write in Bart Simpson like I did in seventh grade. That is a great Bart idea. Bart Simpson for president. Um, let's get off. Oh. <laughs> Quickly moving on from this topic. Um, I was say, for the three of us, who are three people who are still listening. Can we hear what it would sound like if Mike Francesa dedicated a moment of silence for the victims of the Pittsburgh attack? <laughs> it's really... T- Jesus, really getting really hot in these questions. Fuck. Uh, you know what it would sound like? There you go. Good impression, huh? Uh, 532 of the Fed. 532 of the Fed. All right. Uh, all right. I guess we got to do this. Um, but a moment of silence. Uh, you know, say what you will. To, no one deserves to die like a dog. Uh, so we're going to observe a moment of silence for the people. Was it a... Uh, was it a synagogue? This is a diet in a synagogue. Uh, we don't know a lot of what, about what's going on. It's been news for two days. And they, oh, we don't know a lot. Of, we don't <laughs> still yeah, figuring still it out. To figure, we're still trying to pick up the pieces here. Uh, you know, uh, uh, of course, uh, the Steelers, uh, Giants uh, host the Steelers this weekend. I'm sure that'll be a big topic of a conversation in the locker room. Uh, so let's have a moment of silence. Uh, okay. All right, this moment of size, uh, 532 The Fan. <laughs> WFAN, The Fan. 1877 Cause oh, for Kids. <laughs> oh, oh, too real. 1010 <laughs> wins. You give us 30 minutes and we'll give you the world. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> what would it sound like if <clears throat> Mike Francesca suddenly became a host on 1010 wins? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the, the, I'm sure everybody's already heard the uh, uh, it's like in the background. <laughs> uh, the FDR is backed up. You don't want to take that uh, road if you can avoid it. Uh, and uh, ten ten ones five thirty two ten ten ones time. When you hear the, I like when the Tenton wins does I miss that old him. thing where they're like, when you hear the tone, the time will be ten thirty one. And then it's like, boom, it's like really nice. And they've done that for like 70 years, which I really appreciate. Should I just get a job at 10? Yes. And then hire me to do. That seems pretty chill. Hire me to do your invoicing. Because <laughs> I'm so good at it. Can we, okay. Uh, how do you tell a therapist you're heavily depressed? But not worry them enough to send you to an inpatient facility. Don't mention the S word oh. or uh Yeah, that seems like a that seems like yeah. a short circuit. Don't don't say I am thinking of jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. Don't say that. Even if you are. Uh you will jam up your life for seventy two hours at least. Believe me. Happened to me when I was in high school. I told my art teacher, Andrew, you probably never heard this story. Told my art teacher, Mr. Geyer, so. that I wanted to blow my head off because I was depressed and I was a teen and I was full of testosterone and misplaced rage and I was not doing great on the football team and uh, you know just a lot of stuff going on. 
And this guy narked me out to Miss Figliomeni, who was my guidance counselor, who didn't guide me very well in retrospect. <laughs> if I ever, if I ever see Thanks. her at the, the shop and save and Glunts Falls, I'm going to give her peace of my mind. I'm like, look at me. I'm a shell of my former self. Your guidance did not work. Look at me. I'm yelling at an older woman in a fucking shop and yeah. save in Glens Falls. She did. She's the one, first one I ever told me that I should join the army, though. So I was like, hmm. Maybe if I... <laughs> she's wow. like, hey, I just gave you advice that uh, you didn't have to take it. And clearly you didn't, loser. And I'd be like, fuck. I just, I just earned my 32 yeah, grand a year. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad I went to school for six years to become a guidance counselor <laughs> so I can make 32 grand a year in the public school system. Um, and uh, I ended up going to an inpatient facility called Four Winds. And I oh, went in yeah. there. And holy shit. There were a lot of really strange people there that I'd never seen before. One indoctrination into the real world. Uh, my roommate, Kevin. Four Winds was a wild scene. Ah, totally wild scene. And they put me on a 72, which is 72 hours. No contact with anybody. You have to. Otherwise known as a. What? 5150. Is that a 5150? And I was like, oh man, summer nights. Oh, baby. baby, Summer nights are here again. Boy, 72 hours and four winds, man. I'm glad there's four winds. We can go out in our catamaran later. (laughs) (laughs) No, Sammy, you're in a mental health facility. Oh, man. Misunderstanding what this is. The only mental health I need is mental health, man. Like, Sam, you're. I'm like, what if I went in because I thought I was Sammy Hagar? That would be, be great. Like, <laughs> like, Why would anyone ever it? put you in there? Right. And uh, if I left, they wouldn't be able to catch me. Do you know why? Because I can't drive I'm trying, 55. I'm trying to figure out a way to turn you into the Indian at the end of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest who just really fucking hoofs it <laughs> out of there. But I... I couldn't come up with a good hook for that, unfortunately. It's okay. That's fine. No, I. The saddest part of that movie is when, in in lieu of leaving, he falls asleep drunk, and then yeah, he tries to leave. Oh, it's the worst. That's a that's a tough watch. That one. Yeah, and then they lobotomize him. So, spoiler alert: it's a fucking fifty year old movie. If you haven't seen it by now, sorry. Yeah, I know. Old. Like you, I mean, I guess I don't know. You can young still Danny watch Mississippi Vito. Burning if you want. Yeah, <laughs> Willem Dafoe's finest moment. Mississippi burning. We should do movie. We should do movie corner. We talk about great movies, like Meg Ryan, like anything, anything Meg Ryan. Perfect. I'm not entirely sure I've seen a Meg Ryan movie. Yes, you have. When Harry met Sally, man, we watched it together. We saw it. Oh. We certainly did not watch that together. If we did, I was, uh, I was really somewhere else. Um, happy birthday, Andrew. Do you birthday cake or nah? Pie? Um, you know, I didn't have birthday cake this year, actually. I, uh, what did we have? We had some, something at the restaurant we went to. It was good. It was, uh, affogato. It was good. Oh, look at you. Um, we went to Outback Steakhouse. And then we went to Outback Steakhouse. And I got a, uh, I got a steak with nothing on the side. The guy was not that weird about that. I thought I would get more resistance from him. I uh, I got a steak with a lot of stuff on the side. Yeah. <laughs> it was really gross. I was like, potatoes aren't good. I don't know why that is, but I just... 
I just decided that night. I was like, uh, eating fries is it was too much. Chumps. Well, you you got you got fries and a baked potato. I mean, that's potato overload. That's oh, like no, no, no. You take the butter from the potato and you put it on the steak, and it makes it the so steak good. definitely has butter on it already, though. Does it really? Ooh. It's gotta. Absolutely. That explains why I didn't feel so good after that. I felt real tired uh, yeah. after that steak. It really jammed me up. I was tired that whole fucking weekend. My mother's house, I, either there's a gas leak or there's a spirit that clings to me as soon as I enter it and it just saps Porco. my life force. Pete it's Porco. just, yeah, it's the Porco spirit. It's fucking Peter Porco just with his jaw hanging off trying to show me things from that day's <sighs> Times Union sitting next to me in the couch. What if he was, like, hey, you see, he was like, hey, you want to see my cock? Whoa. Oh my God, I don't. He's like, this is... Whoa, Why don't you Peter go Porky, to the light already. It's taken him back to a different time where he used to go to bars. I used to go to the bars a lot and show off his big cock. Jesus. My God, go, Peter, go no. To the light. Go to the light. Get the fuck, get the fuck, fuck off with the. <laughs> hey, he's like almost ready to die. And he chose, <laughs> chose his last moment to revert back to his hedonistic ways. Hey, you see my big cock? I bet it's bigger than anyone you ever seen before. It looks like a looks like a baby's arm. Oh, and yeah. in fact, it did look like a baby's arm, complete with a hand, which is so weird. Oh my god! My god! It actually is a baby's arm. Such a arm. weird night at the Capitol Grill. <laughs> it's a weird night at our place and co. <laughs> <laughs> and other other uh, weird weird night at Capitol Thai. What are, what are some other Bethlehem Del Mar restaurants you gotta went to? Yo, ev- all right. We're not at the Hidden Cafe. Yeah. Um, listeners, <laughs> let me know if this is a thing in your city too. In Albany and surrounding areas, mm. over the past five years, give or take, it has weirdly become fashionable to name your restaurant something and then have some inscrutable number after it. Yep, like. Frankie's 54 or fucking Cafe 271 or so, uh, my mother is tr- always trying to take me to some spot called like Bistro 24 and every yeah. time she does I want to legally fucking get emancipated from her as a grown adult like oh my god uh, I like I want to find my real parents when she does that shit it's fucking <laughs> awful like Monday oh we're gonna go to the... yeah we're gonna go to fucking Brasserie 96214 fucking Stop! <laughs> Stop! We're gonna what go to the six, fuck we're is go this? To Burger sixty nine, right? Like, what is this? A sci fi movie? Like, oh, we're going to sector sector six four one three. Okay, we're going to Area fifty one. The restaurant. I, we should we should open a restaurant. They're called Area fifty one. Area fifty one tacos on Lark Street. Brasserie. <laughs> Area fifty one fucking bar and grill. Yeah, Area fifty one bar and grill. See how many people get the reference. What if we? did area 51 but it was an indian restaurant <laughs> and that was just just like a weird thing like oh area 51 curry takeout yeah the guy misheard me on the phone when i was ordering the sign he thought i said area because <laughs> i caught i took a sneeze right in the middle i was like <laughs> it's supposed to be india 51 of course 1951 the year that india was emancipated from great britain uh, but instead, it says Area 51, and that's just our lot. A lot of crossed wires here. Yeah, we, we, had so, we had all the menus printed, and we had to just put a piece of tape over and write Area. It's very hard, very big pain in the ass. Thankfully, we have a great staff. Yeah. Anyway, welcome. Yeah. Anyway, welcome. Uh, 
<laughs> Andrew, uh, these questions are not very good. So would you like to hear some misconnections real quick? Please. <laughs> okay. These are all new ones, and they're all, you know what? Uh, the people. This is a song called Better Love Next Time by Dr. Hook. All I right. think it's a little fitting for some of these because we are in what's called cuffing season. Now, some people out there always have a, a steed by their side or a, <clears> or, <throat> or, a, or a soft woman next to them. And uh, you're, you can talk to them anytime you want and you're in a uh-huh. steady relationship. And some of you are out looking for love in all the, all the right places. I think Craigslist is as fine as a bar or any other place to look for love. So well, at least it's slightly mm, safer. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, it's better than the Delmar Hannaford, but I digress. Um, <laughs> so, Delmar Hannaford 649. <laughs> it's better than Brasserie 1012 10-4. <laughs> <laughs> better than Brasserie 10-4, a cop bar. Yeah. There you go to Brasserie 10 um, I will not do a cop impression. Um so these are all full of like really thirsty, sad people. So nice. And uh, what better way to start off with the one that says, "I miss you, downtown Albany." Yes. Uh, oh, this posting has been flagged for removal. Son of a bitch. Strap on fun. Oh god, they've all been flagged. Oh. We chatted at St. Pius X in Loudonville. We chatted during the Halloween parade. I was wearing a red St. Pius <laughs> Ten. <laughs> I was wearing a red and gray coat and had a blue University at Albany hat on. That's it. You sound like a real scream. <laughs> That's all you were That's wearing? All they were wearing. Oh my god. He was wearing a red and gray coat. <laughs> I was wearing a red and gray coat and had a blue University at Albany hat on, and that's it. I know it's a little weird, but I'm sure we can get it together. Obviously I didn't have a pen in my pocket, because I didn't have pockets. I didn't have any I didn't have a pad or a piece of paper or receipts. Write your number down. Couldn't carry a phone. Um, but I still lo- really love the way you look. And although we were at church, I was nude from the waist down. So. <laughs> Brasserie 641. Yeah. I, we had a great conversation. I was wearing my wife's robe and my jaw was hanging <laughs> off my, uh, my head. And I was going through repetitive yes, motions. I, you wearing SUNY Albany t-shirt. And that's it. We, that's it. I, uh, you remarked that uh, something we have in common is that we both have big cocks. And I said... It was fun until massive blood yeah. loss ended it's my life. until I cut myself shaving. That's the real reason I died. <laughs> I mean, how, how good of a job could he have done? Oh, lawsuit. That's shaving. I mean, yeah, he's just like half his face was missing. This one's especially, especially sad. Sweet gal who I gave a Lyft Uber ride to. I'm the older, salt, more pepper, 50-plus fella. I gave you a ride. You were just super nice, and I wanted to say thank you. Thank you for the nice tip as well. If you'd like to do a coffee or lunch, please reach out. What kind of car did I drive so I know it's you? You are awesome. My God. Creepy. We don't. No, we don't. Uber drivers out there. I mean, that's reassuring because it means that Uber drivers don't have a way to go back and like find yeah, shit. Really, I drugs, always so think about nice. that. It's like, is Muhammad gonna kill me tonight? Tonight? <laughs> Did I yeah. offend him somehow? Paul, a Capital Land Taxi, trying to reconnect with Paul, who works at Capital Land D- Taxi as a dispatcher. <laughs> I guarantee you, he's got lung cancer <laughs> and is dead. Like, it's not a problem. 
This is like, this is an odd outpouring of emotions here. Um, <clears> the <throat> worst Gabalon Saxon is a dispatcher, but also works the airport route as well. He gave me a ride on Monday night, and we sat in the car and had a great chat. Wow. <laughs> Glad oh. to know uh, Paul at Capitaline Taxi is milking the meter, sitting in the fucking car. <laughs> wish I wish had gotten right? here. Who Jesus. takes a fucking Capitaline Taxi anymore? God, are you 90 years old? Wish I had gotten your number just to hang out and also felt horrible that I gave you a shitty tip. Fucking shittier hand job. <laughs> just gonna say. But the hand job was good and you came right quick. <laughs> the other thing, too. All right, let's let's use a little bit of second okay. order of thought. So now you name this dude yeah, by name. Paul. Oh, I could just call and see if Paul's there. <laughs> you could just call and see if Paul's there. But in a job where it's now understood that this dude is going to be razzed mercilessly yeah. for this. Like, you just made this dude's life really hard for a good two well, solid weeks. I mean, better love next time. You know? Yeah. Uh, here's one called Let's Do It Some More. <laughs> Let's do it some more. Right. And it says your it's the location is your service station. Miss wow, our late night meet all right. Name him by fucking yeah. first name. Late night That's really service good. station. You know, huh? You're working at the mobile and you're like, I can't wait until this person meets me for a late night meet. And I'm not gonna tell you how I spelled meet. But let's just insist. I don't want to That's generalize, but I've been to a decent amount of service stations late at night. <laughs> yeah, for Philip, never once come across anyone where I'm like, "Well, that's like, a like an uh, objectively like, attractive person working the night shift at this mobile on fucking if I didn't have Central to Avenue." Go, I would probably make a move. It's late. The world's a different place late at night. People just say yes. Right? Whoa. No, it's affirmative consent. They're like, is that in the ad? Or are you just. <laughs> they say, yeah. They're yeah, like, I'm like, hey, I think you're really. You're easily one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. <laughs> Which I love when people say that. You're one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. And um, I'm going to write. I'm actually going to do a misconnection for a woman at mobile. I'm going to make one up right now. Ready? <clears throat> Perfect. Let's do it some more. Mobile on Central Avenue. <laughs> You're easily one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen, and I've traveled the world. You were working at the mobile on Central Avenue around four in the morning. Your name was Lisa, and we had a great conversation about a ton of different topics. I couldn't help but notice your beautiful tits and tight ass. <laughs> Super tight ass. Again, uh, since you're one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life, it behooves me. Actually, no, no one would ever say behooves me. Behooves, yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing a fucking court deposition here. Never mind. <clears throat> okay, so let's read a couple more, and then this would actually be a fun thing to like get the name tag of the guy that works late night at fucking at mobile, <laughs> and then start to do these. Not for him, but just so people he works with, like. Chris, what the hell are you doing here at night? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Look Not at the tapes. Nothing. Looking at <laughs> Look at tapes. Tall, leggy, blonde beauty at Home Depot. You. Tall, beautiful, blonde at Home Depot. Tuesday night around 6 o'clock. Me. Maroon Van. 
website. It's like fucking me idling in van outside. I yelled Craigslist when I drove by. Did you hear? I'd kill to see those long legs and a short skirt, oh LOL. God, move. My God, why? Oof. Me, Maroon Van. <laughs> like. Wow. Yo, if that was you, you gotta fucking pack up your kids and go. Leave the furniture. Start a new life in Olympia. Nah, just Greyhound. Clear out the bank account, Greyhound. Yep. Leave the house, whatever. What's that highway where native women keep disappearing? Go there. <laughs> Jay Jason from Half Moon Mechanicville area. Area. I love when people say that. Area. <laughs> Looking for a guy named Jay or Jason who used to live in the Half Moon Mechanicville area. We used to meet at my place. You really like showing off outside. You'd probably be around 32 years old right now. I knew you from when you were about 26 to 28. Last time you stopped by, you were moving, and I sucked your cock outside, and you looked down and <laughs> you looked down and said, Man, you love my cock. Jay or Jason? While he's oh, moving? You're incorrigible. You know how gross you are when you I know, moving? right? Like, oh, I hope you had a fucking, I hope you caught a shower first. You have a nearly eight inch thick, big, beautiful clock, and I clock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm moving, oh. and I don't have a storage space for this. Would you mind hanging on to it? Hey, this clock? Time yeah. is the big clock. <laughs> sure. It's like, it's, it's like you the size love of my big, clock. I do. Like, it really works very well on yeah, the wall it's a, here. It's, a, it's actually, it's a Novus. It's beautiful. <laughs> It's a Seiko. It's awesome. It's a, oh, you mean my car, my big car. Um, I'd love to know what's going on with you. It's a little loaded. That's a little bit of a loaded question, don't you think? Yeah. What's going on with you, man? It's like something you say to a friend who maybe start, starts drinking too much. What's going on with you, man? What the fuck is going on with you lately? <laughs> okay, I thought well, you were going to have that conversation with me when I fucking slept through your show. Like, Jesus. <laughs> This one's called Lavender Beret. Beautiful. But I always talk about a purple beret, so Lavender Beret. Mm -hmm. You, wearing a Lavender Beret and shopping at the Latham Salvation Army around 4.45 p.m. on Friday, you were browsing through the men's section and looking at a dress. What? Looking what at a dress that had migrated there. Me, another shopper who had looked at that same dress, just wasn't what I was looking for, but not my... It was, it was what I was looking for, but not my size. I want to ask you, where did you get your hat? I've been looking for one just like it. You have great style and are beautiful. I hope you found some good finds. It's kind of nice, right? That's a, that was sweet. That's like a long. It's um, more like a long Facebook message you receive from a total stranger. No, that was that was soy. Last one. Sorry, you guys keep making me say it, man. Do you want a Stewart's? Oh yeah, always. Okay. Saw you morning time. Okay, there's no punctuation in this, so should I read it? <laughs> Sorry, I had three words in. I'm already so happy. Saw you morning time. Saw you Look morning good, time. Yes. On this is definitely written texting while driving. Saw you morning time on way to work. Kept looking at each other. Two days ago, you were you were spelled W H E R. You wear in blue car. Maybe you see this. Maybe you don't. <laughs> Tell me which Stewarts and what color in my car was. Awesome. <laughs> Stewarts Latham Circle area. Wow. There's wow. another Stewart's, and it's just a Stewart. Oh, this is actually in Stewart, Florida. <laughs> this is a really sad one. Uh, it's actually uh, going out to a person named Stewart. Are you going to fix oh, no. my furnace? Waiting. Come on. I am visually impaired and need need here 
Guess that a blind guy shouldn't ask for help or even have human feelings. Just is not fair. <laughs> it is getting cold. Oh, wow. Out. Stuart, are you going to fix my furnace? Waiting. Come on. <laughs> like, you realize you're not in your email program, I, right? I know you can't see that well. Pretty sure. Um, pretty sure he's uh, in his email. They're trying to be in his email. It's awesome. Last one. Uh, you at Coffee House on Quail Street, which is talking about the River Street Coffee House, which is oh on yeah, fumes I've been there right now. I mean, it seemed like it was on fumes when I was there when it just opened. No, so I'm not shocked. Maybe you you were maybe a hipster. At least the people you were with were. You look like Marilyn Monroe and Gwen Stefani had a baby. Just to the night, oh, yeah, God. you were just outed yourself as a fucking forty-five-year-old dork. Um, dressed to the nines with bright red lipstick. I was admiring you smoking your jewel or vape thingy. Oh my god. I'm not looking for a relationship, but would love to have something casual with you. Stunning beauty. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> definitely, like, definitely Arm Engelhart wrote that. Like, for oh, sure. Oh yeah! <laughs> Arm Engelhart, local Albany poet. Also wearer, wearer yeah. of a duster. Loves the duster. Really has held on for a long time. I like seeing him dance duster. at 80s night in the duster. Obviously sweating, like super warm, like we're dressed like to Walker, Texas Ranger, but wouldn't abandon the duster to like get. No, he had, all, he had all the moves though. Like the moves of a poet, you know, a poet who's been there and back. How old do you think he is? He's got to be in mid-50s right now, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. How long, Albany? How long? Remember that other dude who, uh... He... He looked like a cartoon version of the devil in human form. Where he worked at Mother Earth's Cafe and ran, like, the socialist reading group there. <laughs> But then would go to goth night dressed like fucking evil Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> I remember this dude with the fucking oh the God, pencil I mustache and the long do. hair. He's definitely still yeah. around for sure, but he gave up the scene Ugh. probably. Who knows? Ugh. Who knows? My Who cares? God. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to read one as an aside. Fish Albany, Fish played Albany. Fish Albany Tuesday, section 242. Missing red jacket with pins. Left it with a girl whose name I didn't get. Came back to my seat and it was gone. This jacket had... <laughs> oh, shit. You went to go take a piss and he came back and somebody stole your jacket. This jacket has some very sentimental dead pins on it. Would love to get it back somehow. <laughs> yeah, they did you a favor. <laughs> what am I going to do? My coat's gone. Man, my life has turned around ever since I lost that fucking jacket Holy at the fish shit. show. Like, I'm, my skin cleared up. I'm looking better. I'm, I'm like walking taller. I got a job. I got, I, got job. I got a couple interviews lined up. I got a job waiting for me. Uh, fucking the carburetor in the RV started working again. <laughs> I sprayed out the carb. I got a can of carb cleaner. Really cleaned out the carburetor in the old the old RV. <laughs> You know, trying to get it up to snuff, trying to get that thing inspected. You know, I'm really trying to live life on the straight and narrow now. Now that I lost my red coat with all the doofy fucking dead pins on it. If it isn't a pin of fucking Grateful Dead getting on a helicopter, 
jump off the dumb memorial bridge i was say don't don't mean, don't mean shit, shit all right marty balin if marty balin can right. toil in jail no just saying um <laughs> marty balin and clint eastwood <laughs> can toil in jail for years i can't get back i love that bit so much the cleanings sorry I, yeah, it's uh, that yeah. was that was a good one. I, the cleanings. I think you can tell by the every time you say something, there's a minute pause or about oh, three my. seconds pause, and they go, yeah, yeah, that's that's good. I think you yeah, can tell I'm too. fucking exhausted. So uh, why don't we uh, why don't we pull the plug on this one and call it? We are oh, no, where are we going? Hey man. Did you get my text? Did you read my text? Okay, read my text and call me back. And double back. Read my text and double back with me again. Can't wait. This has been episode 198. This has been Bistro 198. This has been Bistro 198. This is Bistro 180, Um, as in I turn around and leave when I see the name. I spin on my heels 180. Get the fuck out of here. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, uh, Drink red or coffee. Give us money on Patreon. Give us a review on uh, iTunes if you'd like, or now Apple Apple Podcasts. There are many podcasts out there, but ours is the best one. Clearly superior. It's funny. It's uh, uh, quick. Sounds good. Relevant. Um. And we uh, we don't try, which is what makes us stand apart from the rest. <laughs> there's, there's absolutely no effort put into no, this whatsoever. Well, I know. I fucking came into the door at 7.35. We're ready to rock. I was actually sitting on the couch at 7.50 taking a... Uh, shit. A quiz. Or not a quiz. <laughs> a... Uh, <laughs> Your big shit. Um, taking, uh, like, what do they call that? A customer survey uh, for Echo B thermostats. <laughs> That's where that's where I people was when have, I said, "Oh shit, we got a podcast." Any idea how little uh, preparation? All of this shit is off the top of our heads. I love it. I'm going to ask you one question before sure. we break, though. What up? Do I sound different to you somehow? No. Okay. Why? I'm wearing a Henley for the first time in my life. Whoa! It's like, who do I think I am? You know, Don, so I just want to make sure. Don Henley. I, th- I feel like I'm I'm kind of like Don Henley. My God. I, uh, I see why people like them, though. That's okay. It's not bad. All right. <laughs> people, you uh, we'll see why back. people like Don Henley? I know. I, that I don't understand as much, but uh, the Henley I get. Uh, Henley 217. Um, oh, fuck. Don Henley, the end of the innocence. Hey, listen, Lee. Thank you for listening to the new podcast called End of the Innocence, where we talk about things, bad shit that happened in our childhoods <laughs> for 40 minutes. Remember that one time uh, my uncle got drunk and locked me in the bathroom? Just kidding. Jesus. Okay, we'll be back next week with 199. Be good. Goodbye. Bye. Make the world go away. And get it off my shoulders Say the things you used to say And make the world 
go away Do you remember when you loved me? Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.